Welcome to episode 121. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. We're back to our bread and butter. Yes, back to an episode where it's you and me. (laughs) You might be really sad, like come on. When it's you, Sabrina, you're always asking deep questions and you're always wanting to get into my psyche and do shadow work together and then we wanna, you wanna bring this out and I gotta think differently and you try to scramble my brain and you scramble my inner wiring and then I can't sleep for three weeks and then I'm having kundalini awakenings and I'm having these crazy wild full body orgasms. Sabrina, I kinda like the interview. I kinda like the interviews. I didn't have those things going on. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, kind of, but you know, not really, not really. Um, In all seriousness, this episode is um, real passionate. It's a real passionate place for me at the moment. And, and partially it's because of what's been going on in our community. Maybe you've been a part of it. Maybe you were doing reunion with us two weeks ago, um, or maybe you heard about it. But it really comes from that place of how can we get more out of spiritual traditions how how can we like this this direct path these words are really ringing loud for me lately the direct path or more direct path or truer path quicker path more authentic path less fluff less woo woo less bullshit less power tripping games and religious structures less withholding of the really deep wisdom less Um, manipulation, less um, pedestal stuff, less imposter stuff. Can we, in this beautiful like revolution that we're all going through, evolution that the world is going through, I don't think we can deny how much change and how much transformation has gone on in 2020 and into 2021. And in that evolution and in this transformation, like how can we revolutionize spirituality? How can we demand that spirituality goes to the next level? How can we demand that it serves us in ever greater ways? How can we, how can we find, maybe it's not even demanded of our current structures. Maybe it's how can we find the places we're most called to? How can we find the stuff that actually works? How can we do that? And those are the questions that we ask. And that's the conversation that we have on two levels. One is on a very personal level. So really bring it to you and really hopefully ask some questions that give you some time to reflect and, you know, where are you called? What's worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? You know, what's maybe the next breadcrumb on that breadcrumb trail? that is our soul path or our souls unfolding. Um, So talk on that personal level and give lots of ways to really feel into ourselves. And then also kind of talk on a little bit of a bigger level um, as also just a way of bringing something to the conversation and bringing something to you. So (laughs) I hope that this brings you some mind food. I hope it brings you some inspiration. I hope it brings you some love. I hope it, you know, I hope it like lights something up in you. I hope it activates something in you. Or even if it's just like 
a bit more aliveness or a bit more inspiration or, or an insight or an aha moment, um, then I feel like I've, then I feel like I've done what I came here to do. <laughs> All right. Enjoy this episode. Ooh, one more thing. Hang out until the end. There's an invitation to do a free seven day experiential retreat with us. So yes, like we're going to do the things we talk about in the podcast episodes. And it's seven days, like seven days. We have charged between $400 and $700 to do a virtual online seven-day retreat with us. This one is totally free and it's happening in March. So hopefully you're listening to this in March. So hang out, listen to the end, or if you can't wait, go to rewildingforwomen.com forward slash one, two, one, or sabritaland.com or check out description in the bottom of wherever you're hanging out and there will be some links there. All right, I love you now. Enjoy the episode. This might turn out to be a rather bold conversation. I am feeling incredibly inspired by the men and women who have just gone through the reunion experience. It's a seven day free online retreat that we held for the whole of our community. Um, Something that arose in there as an overall theme was (laughs) this feeling of And pardon my French, I'm just going to bring it right down to a tangible level for us. But holy shit, this works. That that was kind of the overall resounding feedback was, oh my, oh my God, this stuff works. I didn't even know awakenings could happen like this. And, And... I don't want to go into this because now I can feel like your your pushback or some people's pushback on like oh there go, Sabrina goes just talking about how great this program is and how great she is and how great things are and that's not the point of this at all. The point is to have a conversation around the new, to have a conversation around humanity is evolving. Our consciousness, the collective consciousness, our psyches, our brains, our bodies, our energetic centers are evolving. The way that my system is wired is extraordinarily different than the way that my great grandmother's system was wired. Hear me out with this. The way that my system is wired, the way my nervous system is wired, the way my brain is wired, just think about the amount of information that I can take in. Just think about the real tangible fact when you watch typically, and I'm making a very broad general statement, someone who's 90 working on a computer and doing social media, like cell phone, working on a computer, taking all of the information in, communicating, versus someone who's 18 right? It's extraordinarily different. Now, honoring the fact that it's not just different because of what we have grown up with or what we've intellectually learned how to do, but honoring the fact that that 18-year-old's nervous system, energetic system, mind, body, whole being is wired very, very differently than the 90-year-olds, extraordinarily differently. Therefore, and I can say this as 
a facilitator of a variety of different ages and through different cultures is that a practice that really gets an 18 year old into the depths of themselves, like a practice that really gets them past the def past the day-to-day -day thinking, past the yada, yada, yada mind, past the defenses, past the, all of that stuff into a deeper experience of self. How I would do that for an 18 year old is very different than how I would do that for a 90 year old. Totally differently. I would talk at a different pace. I would have a different practice for it. I would, it would be extraordinarily different. Like one might be a lot of movement, a lot of breath work, really, really rapid fire fast. Where the other one might be more of a slow, still, expanded, open, kind of a doorway in. So hear me out. I know, I know, I know. There's like a long runway again, a long warm up into where we're going. Now, that's just the differences between an 18 year old and a 90 year old. Now let's think about the 18 year old and someone from seven generations ago. That's an even more enormous difference how their psyche is wired, how their energetic system is wired, their nervous system, their body, the whole of their everything is extraordinarily different, extraordinarily different than the 18 year olds. Therefore, wouldn't it be pretty true to say that a spiritual practice, a meditation, a type of shamanic journey, a movement practice, a whatever it is, that's the doorway into truer self or deeper parts of self or the doorway into connecting into something greater than self. The practices that worked way back then probably don't necessarily work as well for the 18 year old, right? But they probably don't. Now, if we just think about how crazy fast society has moved over the last, I don't know, 30 years, right? I, I don't think that things have just kind of changed at the same pace or evolved at the same pace. To me, it's more of, it's gotten rapid fast. Like it's gotten so much quicker. There's a quickening, there's a quickening, a quickening, a quickening. And you know, we can talk about reasons why like technology and like how, I mean, it's just exponentially our world has shifted in the last, I don't know however many years we want to say, 30 years, 50 years. You can kind of feel into that. So therefore, wouldn't we need a radically revolutionized spirituality? And I'm not saying that we can't stand on the shoulders of those who've come before. I'm not saying that we can't bring the sacred technologies forward. I'm not saying that there isn't great wisdom in other traditions or held in the past. I'm not saying that at all. Not even a little bit am I saying that. But if we were to stand here as today, right now, who we are, and go, 
let's have a blank slate and create a spirituality that works. Like that really fucking works, right? I mean, just imagine that. <clears throat> a spirituality that really works. That really works. That's, that holds maybe even more juice than the traditions of the past because maybe there's more juice accessible to us nowadays. Maybe the doors are even wider open than they used to be. So maybe it's not even that. The doorway to access the heights and the depths and the truth of self and, the, and all of these different, the connection to you know oneness and that which is greater than us, the, the, the spiritual, whatever we want to call this. What if the doorway into that space, it's not just that the doorway is different today, it's that we open the door and there's more available today. What if we are wired in a way, the 18 is 18 year old is wired in a way that can hold more light than the 90 year old. And I'm not saying that there weren't amazing beings in the past who held an infinite more amount of light than you or I do or most of humanity or the collective. I'm not at all trying to dismiss that in any way, shape or form. I'm simply throwing out what ifs. I'm simply throwing like little pebbles in the pond and letting the ripple effects just move out and giving us something to feel into, giving you something to feel into. This isn't Sabrina's truths. This is what's true for you. What's true for you? And let's bring it back to you for a moment and go, has spirituality been serving you? Like, has it been serving you? Has it been working for you? Has it been bringing you to a place of deeper and deeper and deeper connection? Has it been opening you to a place of higher wisdom? Has it been gifting you with the awakenings of soul? Has it been bringing you in touch with your spirit? Has it been bringing you into ever greater expanded states of consciousness, ever greater expanded states of love? Has it been doing that? And at what pace has it been doing that at? These are just really good questions to ask ourselves. At what pace and to what degree? Like, let's get real. If, if we're banging our head against the wall in this tradition and this tradition, or if we're going here and like, ah, oh, that's just not working. Then we go to the next tradition and we're like, ah, I don't know, that's, uh. and then we go to the next tradition, uh, and the next one, and the next one. Or if we're in the same tradition, and we, we, we're not feeling like it's filling us, or we're not feeling like there's much further to go in that tradition, or we're not feeling, here's a good one, this is a good one. So if we're not feeling like it's giving us the direct experience of the divine, the direct experience of God, the direct experience of the divine, of spirit, the direct experience of that connection. If we're not feeling it's giving us that direct experience, I'm 
inviting us to question that. I'm inviting us to question that. I'm inviting us to go, huh, huh, interesting. Here's, here's a wild statement. I don't think spirituality is that hard. I don't think waking up is that hard. I don't think spiritual awakenings are that few and far between and that complicated and that hard to find. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I, it's not what I see out in the world. It's not what I witness. It, it's, it's not, it's not my experience. And it's not what I'm seeing. It's not what I'm seeing. And, I think we have an opportunity to demand more of our spiritual teachers, of our spiritual leaders, of our spiritual traditions. I think we have this opportunity to ruffle some feathers, to shake some stuff up, to light a few fires, to burn some of the old stuff down. I think we have this opportunity to call it out, call it out, call it out. And I've seen this happen, right? I'm seeing us light up spiritual teachers who are misusing power. Like, thank God they're being called out, right? All of the sexual deviancy that's been going on and been different in many different religious traditions all of the withholding of the good stuff. So here's another part of spirituality that really, really gets my, is that what you do? Gets my goat? Is that what they say? Like gets my goat? I don't know what it is, but it gets my goat. Um, is the withholding of the potent, powerful practices that bring the change and bring the evolution and bring the awakenings, like the withholding of it. Like I'm going to keep that from the masses. This is insane to me. I'm going to keep that from the masses because there's a sense of power that gets created here. I have this and you don't. That puts me in a power position. Wow. For me, <laughs> it's time to burn that down. It's time for spirituality to not just be a thing we go do on a Sunday so that we look good to the neighbors, so that the neighbors don't start talking bad about us. Well, better show up to church so that the neighbors don't say some bad stuff or better fit in with my friends so I better keep going to whatever sort of spiritual thing. Like, can we, you might be, the, the path for you might be, <laughs> um, I'm laughing because this whole flash of like 8,000 different paths just like lights up in my head when I feel into that. But the path for you might be sacred sexuality. It might, that might be your, destined awakening path. And until you find sacred sexuality and start to practice sacred sexuality, you're going to be where you're at. 
on your spiritual path, on your awakening path, on your path of evolution. Your, your path, and, and maybe you're in like a Christian, a Christian tradition where sex is just not a practice, right? Sacred sexuality, they're not giving you that practice as a path to God. They're just not, they're like, here, read a hymn. Like, and you're like, uh, I'm kind of an embodied sort of a person. Kind of need to be like activating my sexual energy in order to awaken everything in me. That's just who I am and how I'm wired. And you're telling me to read a hymn. Like read the hymn, read, sing a song. Stand up, sit down, kneel, sit, stand, eat some bread, drink some wine. And again, I'm, I'm not making fun of that tradition. I'm simply giving this really glorious example of what are we really, really called to? What is it that really lights us up? What is it that brings us to God? And can we let it, can we let it be what it is? Can, can we let it be something that might be outside the box of our norms? Can we let it be something that might seem so fucking radical and out there? But it's what lights us up and it's what makes us feel connected and it's what sparks something in us and it's what makes us feel alive and awakened and makes us feel closer to God or makes us feel closer to spirit or makes us feel like we're embodying our own souls. So in this moment, here's just a quick reflective question. In this moment, if you were going to say the thing that you feel the closest to God, the, the, the place, the practice, the person, the, the workshop, the tradition, the whatever, the book, the doesn't matter, where you feel the divine, you feel the divine, what would that be? For you, just in this moment, it doesn't mean it can't change in an hour or five minutes or a day, but just in this moment, you know, like I'm feeling my mom and I know my mom would say like, I feel God, two places for her. I feel God when I'm out in the woods riding my horse. She would say that. I feel so connected to God when I'm out in the woods riding my horse. And then the second thing she would say is she would say, and she would wholeheartedly, really, 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 in her deepest truth, she would say, I feel closest to God in church. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. It doesn't mean that that's all of us, though. It doesn't mean that I feel close. I don't feel close to God in the woods riding a horse. I feel like I'm getting allergies. I love horses, but I'm very allergic to them, right? Like, I'm just got to, like, my mom's off in, you know, state of oneness, and I'm wiping my eyes and blowing my nose the whole time. That's not my, my path. Um, for some of us, it's, you know, making love at the heights. Like, it's making love is... is is where my spiritual awakenings happen, is where I feel closest to God, is where a lot of my evolution takes place, is where a lot of my understandings and a lot of the wisdom opens up in me. 
And for some people, sex is, sex is like a chore, right? Like, God, there's no God there. Like, I feel shame and I feel embarrassed and I feel like I have to be doing this. And how long is this going to last? And can we get this over with? I'm, I'm incredibly uncomfortable. And can we make sure the lights are off? Because I don't, I don't, I don't like this that much. So it doesn't like matter what it is. And, and also honoring that it might change dramatically. It might, it, our paths are so incredibly unique. Our paths are so incredibly unique and we're living in a time where we have access to so many different traditions. We have access to so many different practices, so many different teachers, so many different teachings, so many different traditions. We have access to so much. And I kind of see that that's a blessing and a curse <laughs> um, because it can get very diluted. We might just stay at the surface of all, of, of a lot of them, instead of just going deep into, into one particular path or practice, but that's a whole nother podcast episode. But if we're, if we're feeling and we're kind of trusting our path and for some of us, our path will be, you know, this path all the way through, like, and that's beautiful, right? It's, it's, I'm, I'm going to study the Christian tradition and the, the mystics in that tradition. And I'm going to dive into the transmissions. I'm going to really open up to what is Holy Ghost? What is Sophia? What is the Christ light? What is the sacred heart? What is the symbolism of the dove? I'm really going to dive into that. I'm going to let that Christ light be that which awakens me and initiates me into higher and higher and higher and higher levels of self, truth, spirit the divine, maybe that's, that's a valid path for someone. It's just, this is it. Maybe your path might be, okay, this from this tradition awoken or, or awoken, <laughs> woke this up in me illuminated this, gifted me with this. And I can say this is my, this has been my experience, has been this, is, is this, and wholeheartedly, this has been mine, has been shamanic traditions. It was, <gasps> for a period of my life, was just, oh, oh, wow, wow, this, wow, right? Someone just picks up a frame drum and you just start drumming and I am instantly, in an altered state, I am instantly feeling into the all of everything. I'm, I'm able to journey to the depths of myself through these practices. That was for a little while. And then kind of just came to like, huh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Maybe it'll come back around again. I don't know. Right. And then it was, you know, I kind of gave you the example of Christ light and, and all of that. And that being a huge aspect huge aspect, Mary Magdalene, Christ light, working through all of the, the juice and the transmissions and the activations held in that tradition. And then it was, okay. Hmm. And then moving over to 
Shiva Shakti traditions and then the goddess traditions and all of the activations and all of the transmissions and the awakenings held in the Shakti traditions and the divine feminine traditions and the goddess traditions and opening up to all of that was another aspect of it. And so kind of feeling into and reflecting, you know, you can reflect back on your life and go, wow, okay, if I do a timeline, there was a time in my life where this is what was, was bringing me to the deepest truth of myself, was bringing me to the highest heights of myself, the deepest depths of myself, was really the thing that was lighting up my spirituality and felt the truest for me in that moment. And then you can go, just go the whole timeline. I'm like, okay, that was from this age to this age. And then, oh, and then, then my beloved time in the woods by myself, which is another true story about myself. My beloved time in the woods by myself where it was just me and nature. And I was all just doing that aspect of things. If just that as spirituality, that as, as, as my religion, if you want to call it. And then, you know, then you go through the next little phase of, okay, then it was this, then it was this. And, you know, feeling into, that's a beautiful reflective post, reflective practice that you can do for yourself. And then feeling into, (laughs) here's another reflective practice. How does it all fit together? Like, are there threads that weave in from this tradition that then touched this tradition, that wove into this tradition, and then this opened up this door, which opened up that door, which brought this insight to this insight, and then you get to a place where you're kind of looking down, and you're like, wow, all of these ladders just lead to the same place. All of these ladders just kind of lead to the same place. All of these ladders lead to the same place. Maybe you don't have that experience, and that's beautiful too. I kind of do, and I kind of don't. Um, that's a real solid fact, isn't it? I kind of do, and I kind of don't. <laughs> Definitely something you can put your hat on. So, and then bringing yourself into like, this, this present moment. And for me, something that came through with reunion, really, was this this, is there, is there a more aligned way? Is there a more full way? I think it's more full. I think that's a good way of saying that. Is there a a more full, a fuller way? Is there a way that weaves in the gifts from shamanic traditions, weaves in the heights, like the wisdom held in the heights, weaves in the wisdom held in the depths, weaves in you know, the sacred feminine with the sacred masculine, weaves in the embodiment practices, weaves in the consciousness practices, weaves in the becoming of love, weaves in the wisdom around creation and the allness of life weaves in like the medicine woman mysteries the medicine man mysteries is there a way that we can bring 
the sacred technology that's it's been held by the keepers that's been held in consciousness itself it's been held these these it's been held and and it's their way to bring and honoring those sacred traditions right it's it's an honoring of them it's an honoring of the trueness of them and the purity and the essence of them not the bullshit around them that's the part that really gets my goat we're going back with that gets my goat is is this like honoring that that may have served in that way at that time or that may serve in that culture that may serve there so an honoring of that and a, and an inviting the sacred technologies to come through and to be revolutionized and to evolve to evolve to serve the here and now to serve who we are as humans now the the ways that our minds operate the way that our bodies operate is there is there a way that we can bring that forward and hold that and can we do it can we do it without the creation of shitty structures around it can we do it without the creation of power misuse of power around it can we do it without power tripping stuff around it can we do it in a way that's purer cleaner closer to the essence than we've ever done it before can we do that how how do we do that what does that look like and and what does that give us you know what is that what does that give us to me that that gives us our, our power our, our authentic connection that that gives us that it gives us our direct line connection to the all of everything it gives us that direct it gives us our um, our capacity to be connected into the grid of life right that kind of wisdom to be able to live from that place from living from the grid of the all of life right there's there's an infinite amount of power in that infinite amount of power in that to be able to be plugged into the all of everything i mean just imagine how that would look or feel in your life and it's that it's it's that that's what's on offer that's what's on offer that that to me is where we're at that to me is what we're standing on and what is possible and um I'm feeling into the live that I attempted to do in our Facebook group. I think it was two weeks ago, two weeks ago, uh, attempted to do in our Facebook group around like direct line spirituality, direct line spirituality, direct experience spirituality, spirituality as authentic transformation, spirituality that works, <laughs> like spirituality that works, like the practices that work, the spaces that work, the transmissions that work, the activations that work, not the ones that were good 80,000 years ago, the ones that are 
deepest, truest, most authentic right now, the ones that bring us, um, I don't know if I want to say this, that, that bring us there quick, 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 the ones that are an embodied experience, a gnosis, I know it in my bones. I didn't just intellectually read it in a book, right? I, I know it on all levels of my being. I know it on all levels of my being. I remember a beautiful teacher once saying, if it's not in my muscles, I don't know it. Like if, it, if it's not in my muscles, if it's not in my bones, if it's not in the marrow of my bones, I don't actually know it. I, I, I'm not embodying that wisdom. And to me, that's what spirituality should be. That's what spiritual paths should be, is giving, <laughs> holding spaces, opening doors, giving the tools, giving the transmissions, giving the activations that allow for us to know the wisdom in, our, in the marrow of our bones. We know the wisdom in the marrow of our bones. And to me, that, that is what reunion um, brought about. That is what reunion, that seven days of retreats, of virtual online activations, transmissions, energetic explorations, calling down the heights, calling up the depths, activating the different spiritual centers in ourselves, working with soul, working with spirit, working with soul embodied, working with divine feminine, divine masculine, working with consciousness itself. To me, that's what, what reunion is. Um, and because it was so, um, so what it was, <laughs> um, we're gonna do it again. <laughs> um, so we held that week long journey at uh, the end of February. We're gonna hold that again in March. So if you're listening to this um, at any point in March and you wanna just try something new or your system's like vibrating off of your chair or you just maybe wanna give something new a try, um, I invite you to join us. It's completely free. And it's just the space that we feel called to hold. It's um, the energetics we feel called to offer, um, the explorations we feel called to invite uh, our community and, and, our, and friends of our community into. So um, I would love to, instead of always talking about things, which is what um, the podcast is a platform for, is to bring words and to bring mind food and of course a certain energetic to things but instead of talking about it let's do it <laughs> let's 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 just do it let's activate those things let's invite those awakenings to happen let's open those doors to that wisdom um, yeah you'll find details below if you're on a podcast platform somewhere and you just go to rewildingforwomen.com slash forward slash or backward slash whatever one that is um, 121 for podcast 121 you'll find links to join 
you do have to join just so we can get you access to all the workshops. Um, but that's it. And really and truly, um, yeah, really and truly just would love to share this with you and anyone you feel that it might serve and, and help in any way. Um, it's also on sabrinalynn.com. So if you go to Sabrina, L-Y-N-N.com, you'll also see kind of all over the place. You'll probably see different links to, to join. It might be called the Reunion Experience. It might be called Seven Days of Reunion or the Seven Day Reunion Experience. But just kind of look around for Reunion um, and you'll find the the seven day retreat. It's, it's big. It's beautiful. It's also in our Facebook group. So if you're not a member of the Facebook group, we hold space for it in our Facebook group as well. And if you search Sabrina Lynn or you search rewilding for women, you'll find that Facebook group. All right. It is an absolute pleasure to be with you in this way. I will see you when I see you and how I see you. Mm -hmm.